Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 158 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. That ambient echo that you're hearing is the sounds of my new garage. We tried to do it in the kitchen of my house. It was super echoey and we couldn't get the computer up and running. So we are in the garage talking between a file cabinet. That's how it's going to be for today. We, we, we moved up garages. We upgraded garages. <laughs> well, this, this one's uh, uh, got drywall. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much... Uh, yeah, and a garage door great. opener that doesn't sound like it's from 1937. <laughs> yeah. No, we're still in a garage, but yours is a, a properly lit garage. I hope so these lights stay on. I'm hoping that uh, we can be more consistent. I expect to be more consistent in the next uh, from here forward. So hope with any luck... No more breaks every week from this point forward. No. No. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Wait, I don't, no yes? No, I don't plan to take breaks every week. I'm just saying, uh, there, there should be far less breaks. Yeah. I'm, I will be completely situated, hopefully, in the next two to three months. You know, well, you, can only, you can only go off integrity song. You can only go like, look, we do it when it's right. We don't want to give you BS. We don't want to mail it in. That, this, that only works if you're at least giving one a month. Right. So right. lock it up. Get your lock it up. Get your stuff together. So what have you been up to? I haven't even talked to you. I haven't seen you. I haven't uh, heard from you. You have a geez. beard. I do want to point that out for, well, for anyone who's this, keeping score here. Do you think I have a beard? But what does a beard sound like through the speakers? There's nobody knows. We don't have the technology. <laughs> All right. Other than that, we don't have the technology. I, I'm not going to go knee deep into beards again because I don't need to because I have to properly. But I will say this though, I I used to think like I was the more amicable one on the show. As time has progressed, people have slowly been like, "Dude, you're very judgmental." Well, you judge everything, so I'm now embracing it. Like, I don't look at it as a negative anymore. I go like, "What what do you have? Show me what you have, and I'll tell you whether it's a good idea or not." Do you think that has to do with... Because I remember telling you early on, I was like, you're going to find yourself far more conservative just being in the presence. And that's when, when Nick mm. was around. And I was like, well, I could tell you with both me and Nick around. And I don't consider myself... Yeah. I don't consider myself as ultra conservative. However, from where you were to where we were was... Well, I didn't, it was I didn't, a huge divide, I thought, well, in not, the beginning. It's not that it can't include that, but I'm not even talking politics. I I'm not even. I'm, I'm talking about an alien with that. I just mean like, like, like when it comes to beards, when it comes to movies, when it comes to musicals, it's a little weird. I, I will default to Harvey Woodlawn for music, but like, just a lot of different stuff. People will go like, "Man, you feel really strongly about that." Now, well, you know what? I'm 37 now. I, I feel like I'm confident. I can tell you if what you're doing is wrong. So, you know, and I don't feel like any, there's no. I don't feel like. I don't look in the mirror and go, like, you shouldn't judge so much. Like, I'm doing a good job. I, I, I like think, judging. I, I should be a judge. I think in the beginning, especially when you came around, um, I had already established that that was it. I was a one-track. <laughs> like, that's my character. And so, and yeah, you were okay. more of an affable, yeah. you know, but then you got you got tagged with this wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. people love to call you out on, well, you said this, and yeah. you, I can bring up that episode and talk about and now maybe you're coming into your own, and it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going. Everyone else's feelings be damned. This is how I yeah. feel about it. And yeah, it is what it is. Of, yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's because it of the good. podcast. I'll be honest, feels good. I think it's just because of the fact that you realize that you, you can, being affable only goes so far because you will please, you know, fifty percent of the people, then seventy five percent. You'll never please everybody, and and that twenty, that lingering twenty five percent will be. They'll just be so obnoxious that you just go, you know what? Yeah. And once you disappointed your close family enough times, <laughs> you no longer worry about being, you know what I mean? Disappointing people never fail to disappoint. So now I'm just like, and, and, and also just from, 
from from getting flack from from different directions or, or hearing it, I just go like, now I don't. It doesn't sting if someone goes like, man, I, didn't, I thought you were nicer than that. That's like <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. So maybe we need to do another poll. The day oh, people the the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. But I'm probably going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Well, that poll is right or wrong. Like, I'll probably judge the poll. So, <laughs> so you can do that if you like. But uh, I've been busy, man. I've been playing a lot of music. Um, just, you know, between uh, between the Carpet Factory, playing music, thinking about... I used to say podcasting, but thinking about podcasting. This, this is always Home improvement projects. Yeah, I started a new thing in the gym. I'm, 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 I'm not... I'm, Which is what? I'm not a CrossFit thing, but there's something called the 531 system. Is this dude? It's all about similar to the dentist system. Uh, <laughs> very, very similar. No, nah, it's this, it's this strength training thing now. So I'm trying to do that a little bit, and just I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, 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 I there's really not much time in the day. Uh, I, I did. Do, I read this article yesterday that was talking about like how much time do you spend looking at social media, looking at your your phone stuff like that. So. I remember when I finally did get a Facebook, I didn't have one. When I got a Facebook, I said, well, I'll check it at the end of the day. That way I can be part of the show or, you know, in case people at work want to say something. Oh, and I found myself, like, I would challenge you, and this I won't judge you until you tell me the answer, everybody's listening, but I would challenge you, like, realistically, not, you don't, you don't even have to tell anybody. Like, do, do this and then don't tell a soul if you don't want to. If you want to weigh in, please find us at Hey My Ben or Hey My Dave, but... Honest to God, like take a little notebook or open up an uh, an app in your phone, which is kind of problematic for this, <laughs> this schedule. But every time you pop open, it's got. But I'm talking about like either it's Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or Twitter. Those are the four big ones, right? Sure. Uh, literally make a hash mark every time you check it, and I don't mean like some BS about like, oh, I just wanted to check to see. Every, every time you open it, make a hash mark. I, you'll blow yourself away. Yeah, but but what's the difference in sitting on the couch and watching TV, TV all day and looking at your phone all day? Because I don't think the same parts of your brain light up when you watch TV. TV is sort of your brain taking a break, just watching something. You're looking for some validation a little oh, bit. Oh, sure. Every, like, I don't, like when I watch Forensic Files, I don't feel one way or another about myself. Well, usually worse, but I don't feel one way. I don't feel better about myself or worse about myself um, necessarily. But with Twitter, with one of the social media things, it's, you're open and you're going like, "Oh man, I got like thirty notifications," and it turns out none of them really made you feel the way. Like, right. Nobody ever. None of the notifications say that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. You're the funniest person I've ever heard. Are you happy now? It never happens. Right? It's always just like they liked it. They put a smiley face. At any rate, I mean, there's got to be some. Truth that's the that's the difference between the TV is is one of them. You're sort of looking for like, it's almost like walking up to a group of people at a party and being like, like, what's up, guys? But, you know but, what I mean? Like, like, like what do you guys like, like nudging elbows? And like, what are you guys up to? But I think that you, that that's lends more toward your specific personality or a specific personality type. Because, mm. for example, my wife is constantly on her phone, and yeah, is she texting her friends or is she looking at Snapchat? Sure, but. A lot of it is like she'll, she'll literally read an article or, or, or continue like looking up stuff on Pinterest. She's not adding anything. She's not putting anything out into the internet. She's taking from the internet. So a guy like you, like what you're saying is like you yeah. go on Twitter and you write like, you know, your your best whatever joke. Yeah. And you wait and you sit there. And <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'd be lying know. if I said you weren't kind of true, right? Kind, so, of, kind of accurate. So, so yeah. I, I think that it it specifically depends on what you want to get out of the internet because I guarantee you my wife or your wife doesn't sit around waiting for people to acknowledge or appreciate something <laughs> so she put on the embarrassing is the worst. But you know my wife's the same way. I don't get the, the I don't get the internet voyeurism. My wife will be on Facebook as, as much as anyone does the same thing. She adds on every Facebook, single person. Yeah. Just on Facebook all the time. But I don't see her like I don't see her commenting. I said, mm. just looking, looking. A lurker. How do you? That feels weird to me. Yeah. If I see too. if you post a picture of you and your kids or something, uh, is it just not like I got to do? Is it narcissism? Be like I have to say something. I have to add something. Yes. I well here's a, a perfect example is I like, think it's like polite. Like, I'll see you a, a picture. You want you put a lot of pictures of your kids 
a lot of different videos and pictures. Yeah. I will scroll past them and feel guilty if I don't go back and like oh, a like picture. Like Not all the time. But I don't but, even know if you liked it. Like, I don't... I, but I, really. I know, but I feel like, oh, everyone, Ben's going to look through this and be like, hey... <laughs> but I'm not going You don't like my kid? What's up with this? But, but I, honestly, I just don't care. Comments on But that. I feel like... I feel like... You're like, but, oh, it's just cute, but, but the comments are so disingenuous from everybody. And I can tell you just... That's where the narcissism comes Before in. I even... I don't even have to look at your page, but I could tell you the same five or six <laughs> people... Always comment on your pictures or anybody's pictures yeah. the same kind of thing. Oh, how adorable. Mm-hmm. She's the cutest. He's going to be a heartbreaker. It's all the same stuff. And it's like people feel the need to – that's different than me and you. So if I hang myself on Facebook Live, I feel like – I like, like that. The, okay, there you go. Well, and I, those five people better, better feel like you better comment than me. Yeah. Because like, you held such a, 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 a large role in my online life. That like when I'm swinging there, I want you to be like, like um, so sad. Look, thoughts and prayers. Like, you, but you better type it out though. How many people follow you, or are your friends? On I Facebook? don't know. Like, just take a guess. 150 on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, 200. Okay, how many of those people contribute or comment on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis? 45. Okay, so where is everybody else? I don't know. It's weird. And, and that's the thing yeah, is people were like, hey, friend me, friend me. Or, you know, and, and then because they're doing what your wife's doing. And I think that that's majority women do that where everybody's just out there. And it's like, why are you, why are we even friends on Facebook? You haven't put anything. Like you'll add some guy you knew in high school. Cause you're like, oh, I wanted to, you'll look at his pictures. You're like, oh, that's what he's up to. He's out. Well, There's no, what, then you, you, <laughs> what you said makes sense about it. just being my personality. Cause maybe some people just want to look and see what's going on. I, like you, will just scroll past people's stuff. I'm more interested about putting my thoughts on right. you <laughs> than, than me receiving you. Yeah, I don't have any. I, I could care less about it. It's funny because <laughs> my wife will say, did you see the pictures? Of no. Or And I'll say to her, oh, my God, did you read this or did you read that? No. And it'll be her friends or what? Like, I'll like a picture from one of her friends yeah. or whatever. <laughs> well, I'll see them. So it's not like it doesn't matter. But, like, but in the same like core group of people that I would see in real life or care about in real life, I feel like those are the people where we do more commenting. And it's like, that could probably just be done via text message. But anyways, I, I don't want to kill the, the social media thing to death again. But I will say that I, I, I did delete the apps from my phone. I, I'm sure I'll put them back on. Uh, I'm not going to be like on again, off again. I just was like, I need like 48 hours to just not, not give a shit what people are. You know what I mean? I but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them back on. and be like, oh man, there's all these pending notifications. <laughs> true, true sense of self would be to just not look at the notifications. I feel like when I have done good, like, you know, moving into my house and, and being so busy, um, I haven't really had an opportunity to look at my phone. I haven't, I, I don't have a TV set up here. You came over and you're like, dude, you're not watching the Cubs game? I don't even yeah. have a TV because I can't get cable yet. So um, it's just not that important to me. I haven't watched, I think I told you this before, since I've been at my mom's, I haven't watched anything on network TV. I've watched Curb since it started back up, Vice Principals, and then pretty much you know, YouTube boxing or, or movies on, I watch right. Netflix. So well, the moral, Ozark. The moral is like important people don't have time for that because they're doing important stuff. But here's the thing. I, I do have time and I've always had time. I used to make well, more, I used to make more, I used to make more time for television. But I think when you, because a lot of times I get home and, and I spend time, the entire evening helping my son do seventh grade algebra, which is oh. awful. Um, we can get into that. Yeah. But, but, my whole my point is is I don't feel a bit I don't feel empty at all or like I've missed anything when someone's like, Oh, did you see that? No, right. Don't don't know, don't care. Not interested in the Well, least. I think it was the last time we recorded I talked about the guy who was like the most amazing dude ever that came over and helped me mm-hmm. uh, seal my the cracks in my basement. The guy I went to school with. Just a super super impressive human being. And uh I don't see him put much on Facebook. But then when I talked to him in person, he had all these amazing stories and cool things that he was currently doing. So I keep thinking his name is Jeremiah. So I keep going back and thinking, I go, well, Jeremiah is not posting 20 times a day trying to get likes because he's busy doing things that are awesome. You know what I mean? But, but I don't know. I just, I, when people try to make me feel guilty about it or, you know, my mom is one of those people that's like, uh, you know, you guys are glued to your phones and, and, but I enjoy it. So I don't know why it's. Yeah, but we enjoy eating Cheetos. You don't do it for breakfast. This is a bad idea. Well, okay, maybe that's a bad example. I mean, uh, we all like Neapolitan ice cream. I don't, we don't eat it at three thirty-seven in the morning, I don't, do we? 
It's, it's how about this? Go, it's like when people go, uh, well, I'm not an alcoholic. I get up and go to work every day. It doesn't affect my work. But when I come home, I, I like to play hard from yeah. 4 p.m. till yeah. uh, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning yeah. every day. Yeah, I don't smoke crack at work at all. Yeah. Ever. So, rarely, rarely. So, so my thing is, I, I usually, I'm one of these people, like, if, if uh, you know, I use my phone in the, the times that most people use their phone. You go to the bathroom, you look at your yeah. phone, you're yeah. eating breakfast, it sounds gross. Yeah, you particles yeah. on it. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> while I'm eating and while I'm pooping is when I'm making the most contact with my well, phone. Well, not, 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 uh, not to move too far off the subject. But no, that's ta- fine. Talking about um, things that are gross. So, while I've, before we moved in to our house, or we haven't, like, technically moved in, moved in, but, like, right away, the first thing we did when we took possession was we hung the, we got, we had custom blinds, and we had to measure the windows prior to have those, and then um, we're, we're putting them in, because right away, we wanted to have privacy before we moved in. That was, like, you know, number one thing. We didn't want to hang newspaper on the window or anything like that, so we had the time, we had the money, we bought these blinds. So I had uh, my friend Chaz, who... I've talked about, and a lot of people from the podcast have hired this guy, the Chaz, the Chaz man. Yeah, yeah. I have not yet used the services. I didn't need them. So I he didn't call me back. So we got to figure that out. We worked hand in hand for you know eighteen hours in uh, in just a two day span, and I will tell you that he put every single nut, bolt, and tool I own in his mouth at some point. And I, I would, you know, because I stopped the, 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 fir- the first day, <laughs> the first day we were like, you know, hanging blinds and he, I, I was like, I don't, I don't want to mess this up. And they were super expensive. So he was doing it. And I was basically handing him the tools like a nursing assistant. And I, 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 I was like, law with every job that I did, I was like, I have hands. You don't need to keep putting my screwdriver in your mouth. Because now you have to give it back to me, mm-hmm. and then you know he's 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 got a, a bolt in his mouth, and then it, as he, he's, he's it come, falls out and hits the floor, and he's like, "Could you grab that real quick?" Because he's got another one that I'm picking yeah. up this dirty mouth bolt. Yeah, it, it was just off and all up in his germ. And I told this guy, I was like, "Dude, stop putting my stuff in your mouth." And I I was taking an inventory. I was like, I'm looking through my toolbox and thinking there is a tool, not a tool that hasn't been sexually assaulted by him. Well. If you ever if you ever want to accuse him of a crime in the future, right. you could swab all your claw hammers. Right. You could swab each one of your flat blade screwdrivers. I'm hoping that's the only place his DNA is around here. But uh, you, you could swab the drywall <laughs> in your garage. Just, just who knows? So yeah, he, uh, he 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 like a champ, man. He came here and uh, he rocked it out. He, we, we hung up all the when, fans. We hung up all the lighting, the light fixtures that my wife bought. Took down the ones that we paid for from the builder. Put up her the spe- you know the special ones that she what, wanted. Dude? Yeah, because you know they give you those you know the dome ones that are like you know they the stock ones. Yeah, but why not? Some just don't bother. Just leave the wires there or something. Because you're gonna get it anyway. So why why would you give? Them, you you're not gonna it. give the builder anything back. Yeah, but you you're taking everything. It. I don't care. I would rather throw it in the garbage. You're like the nipple lights, like the boob lights, the ones that just have yeah. boobs with yeah. a nipple on them. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't. I mean, my whole you had the whole moving process then. Yeah, like you, you got it was off. You got the new place. It was Just, I would have gone on record as saying I offered to help you move. You did. You were one of five people. Oh shit! I was hoping it was Harvey was one of them. Really? So, so Pete, yeah, it was, which was wow. you know, and, and Mr. Not, not begrudging him, but I'm saying like I have friends that I've been friends with for my whole life, and I, you know, every day I'm putting on Facebook, you know, here's pictures of my house, here's the progress. No, nobody. Well, you, Carol always talks about never get a pickup truck because yeah, he's going to always ask you to move. Somehow that must have got like in my craw. Now, if I ever find out someone's moving, I'm always like, if I can, I'm going to help them because I've had to move and nobody really wanted to help, and it sucks. Not only do they not want to help, like here's what'll happen: as soon as you moved in, people will be the, they'll, they'll come out of the woodwork and be like, "Oh, I wish I would have known you were moving." Shoot me up, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you know what? Hey, part of that I'll take responsibility for. I probably should have. You want help? You got to ask for it because most people Who's gonna know? are going to. Well, they're going to be like, "Hey, it's a Friday and Saturday. I worked all week. The last thing I do is help you move." There are those people that will. Most people are not going to offer, right? But if you corner them, they might help you. <laughs> yeah, right. You force right. them to. So you're going to be you're going to move in soon, and you have new. So yeah. So I think up digs. basically everything's here except for our clothes, and uh, we can't get cable here or anything. So uh, because a lot of stuff, my wife's in school and needs the internet. We're still you're still doing the battle between mother in law. Yeah. And, no, uh, my mom. Or between yeah, yeah. Your mother and, and wife. You're still caught in between. But as you see, I'm here by myself in the garage when my family's at my mom's house. Well, it's I mean. Because you're no dummy. You're no dummy about that. <laughs> um, dude, you mentioned that your son has seventh grade uh, algebra that takes forever. 
I'm, I'm literally starting to question myself. My son is in kindergarten, and he's bringing home stuff. And sometimes the way they word it, I'm literally going like, I'm not sure if I got this kindergarten. Mm. When I went to kindergarten, it was a half a day, and half of it was monkey bars, the other time was snacks. Somehow, I learned how to read somewhere along the line. Uh, basically, learned how to read. Dude, he's, he's got a homework folder he comes home with, and that's for the week. Right. Gets it on Monday, has to be done on Friday. He's got an everyday folder, stuff he's done, needs to be reviewed. He's got a reading log. That every every ten things that either he reads or you read to him or he read by himself or 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 you read it together, you check that off. You have to write the title of the book, whether you read it, he read it, you read it together. Once he gets a hundred books, then he gets a, a banana for his monkey that's on the wall. Like mm-hmm. there's 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 I could literally spend like two hours a day doing my son's kindergarten. Uh, stuff if I wanted to for school for kindergarten uh, I could not imagine seventh grade like I'm already sweating thing in third grade he's gonna come home with stuff I don't know what to do because he's bringing home shapes and he's going what's that and I go it's a circle he's like well it's a sphere actually I'm like first of all never say actually to me again like like he's like oh this is a cube this is a cone not a right it's dude it's crazy I mean it's it, this is the same kid that eats his own boogers and needs me to help him wipe his butt yeah, he's got homework I'm not you know what I mean? It's crazy. I think I you know what are we doing? I, How are we all so dumb if this is what school is? You forget so much and, and it's hard because you know, my son struggles with this math and it's understandable because I even told my wife, I was like, Why don't you help me? She's like, I, I can't. You know, who 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 not well without sitting down and relearning it. You 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 think you could pick up right now and add and subtract and multiply and divide fractions? About as good as a seventh grader, or 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 you know, um, I would like I would I would maybe keep up with the middle school kid, maybe. But, but I'm but, but but you're you're 37, right? Yeah. So what I'm telling you is like I can look at it and I can do it. And keep and it's in not mind, a like I was going to say, like 20 years ago, I was doing that. But keep in mind, I mentally checked out about four or five years before I graduated. <laughs> but, so it's more like 25. You have to know the order of operations. You know, when you have a math problem, it's like three I, plus seven times six. I've never heard that phrase inside of a parentheses. You know, <laughs> squared. So if you don't know that, you math is it's built on building blocks, right? So you learn the very the simplest thing. And I always I keep telling my kid, I go, everything is built on what you learned yesterday. If you if you miss something, if you don't yeah. have a strong foundation, you you won't you you, you just can't succeed. Yeah, that's the fact. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without getting into bitching about the way that they do this common core math differently than you know memorizing like we did. Um, oh, it, it's, it's really yeah. stressful because I'm not a teacher. I mean, I wasn't even, I didn't even know that I was supposed to be a dad, now, let alone be but a teacher. Did, but did your parents ever sit down and really go over your homework with you? Oh, yeah. I mean, mine, it was, mine, it was, mine it was, would suggest I do it, but they would never sit down and be like, is it right or not? No, my mom know. did, but and, but it was always so tumultuous because like I would constantly make the same mistakes. I would constantly, and it's so frustrating because when you know how to do something, but you cannot communicate it to someone else... You know what I mean? It's just, I guess you have to get, you have to figure out a way to teach this to somebody. Maybe not as straightforward as, as, as you'd want to teach it, but does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it makes sense. But it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm already like in sweats thinking about, uh, not sweatpants, I am wearing those. You are wearing sweats, yes. But I mean, like, I'm already sweating thinking about like them bringing the next thing home that I'm not gonna know how to do. I'm just gonna have to go like, look. What does the tutor cost, or, or what do you got to do? Because why? Because I'm just I'm, I'm I'm not you're barking up the wrong tree. I have a kindergartner as well, and a lot of things we're doing is, you know, constantly poster boards, making making crafts and sending them back to school. What and we're reading uh, Ralph and the uh, motorcycle, or I think it's called it's the, the mouse and the motorcycle. motorcycle. And, and so Beverly Cleary, we, that masterpiece. We had to take a picture of the family enjoying it together, and then glue that to a frame. What, dude? I'm school. complaining. I don't, have to, I don't have to do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and I do all the artistic, like anything that has to do with, I do all of it, actually. That's but. funny that you mentioned it because I actually used you as kind of a motivation. You used to say you'd sit down and read a chapter or two a night of these long books to mm-hmm. your kids. And I remember going like, my kids are too young, dude. They can't, they can't hang with like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to read them The Outsiders just yet or whatever. But I started doing like Jungle Book and things like that where at nighttime... 
it's funny because it's it's a two prong thing. Like you're reading to them, and that can't be bad. And if you're reading these long books, my kids get so bored and tired of listening to my voice. They fall asleep. Yeah, well, they they either fall asleep or my daughter will go. She'll go, Dad. I'm pretty sure it's time for bed. It's time for bed because I'll do it on, like on the couch. Right. I'll do it on the couch and then I'll walk over to bed. She'll go. It's, I'm pretty sure it's bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> so like. It's weird. Like, I'm like, no, 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 you're going to get this culture. I'm going to read you this book. And she's like, no, nah, 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 I'm going to bed. It's Treasure Island, damn it! But, but I remember you saying you did that, so I started doing it. We did a couple books. We did uh, Jocko Willink's Way of the Warrior Kid, which they did. They loved that one. But it's funny that you mentioned Models to the Motorcycle, because I, I loved that as a kid. Went to the library, found it, got it. We were six chapters in, and I just jumped ship. <laughs> I jumped ship. Biggest piece of crap. Dude, the, I jumped off the way I did Sons of Anarchy in like six <laughs> season. I was like, I can see where this is going. Real right. good. But I loved it as a kid. But I was reading it to my son, and my son's just like, all right, the mouse is in the wastebasket. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's probably going to get out because it's beginning of the book. It's hard to make it exciting. He's it's just pretty bad. Like, both. My daughter, after about three chapters, was like, Dad, I'm just not doing this. She left. And my son, like, he's a sweet boy, hung in there. But I can see it in his eyes, like, please stop reading this book. So I just get, I just, I just. Did you fake the ending? Like, you're just pretending like you're reading No, it? I stopped, like, six, six chapters in. And I was like, I was like, uh, vroom, vroom, he's writing it down the carpet. And then everybody died. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. At least you could create it. You, yes. you, you made him believe that you got to the yeah. end. You're not, yeah. you're not a quitter. I was like, and then Trump pushed the button, and blammo, <laughs> the end. But, uh. Yeah, I, I was trying to do that with the books, but you got to be careful. You got to be careful about, about which books you do. I don't have to take pictures of my family enjoying it. Yeah, we, I, had to, I had to. We had to Dude, color for, in like the, for kindergarten. How yeah. are you not spitting and kicking and? We it's we the amount of work that comes home. It's I mean, I'm yeah. complaining, and you've got more than me. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But when you see, I mean, my daughter's pretty excited about most of it. Um, yeah. You know, so how can you be upset at that? Now the seventh grade stuff, I'm like, it's yes, it's hard because you're my 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 son's learning about tectonic plates and 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 uh, you know what's underneath um, rock like, and then, you know no I, I I'm just like I'm out of it. I right. have no interest in any of that. You know, come back to me when uh, when you graduated. I can't. Let I can't. me pivot to something not so family friendly. We've all. Without, I don't know how to say it without just stepping on the lead, but the highlight of every, the highlight of, of every teenage boy that I know or preteen, just about that area, the highlight of all their summers or afternoons was finding dumpster porn, right? Everyone loves dumpster woods, woods porn, porn. Uh, creek porn, wherever you find that porn strewn about. Um, nature porn, let's call it. Let's call it nature porn. <laughs> Anywhere you find uh, porn out of its element in the store was like, dude, it's like, I imagine it's like, like a, like a, like a Yukon Jack, like in the river going like, we're digging for gold. It's, it's like when the first time you see your teacher and they're not with a, standing with a blackboard behind them, you're like, this person exists in the real world. Like what's yeah. happening? Here? Yeah. It's, but a little more exciting. A little bit more exciting than that. Yeah. It's just like, I remember like the few times it happened to me in my life, I was just like, this is, I, I didn't have a calendar, but I was like, if I did it, mark this down. This is a big day. This the dividends this is gonna pay is like there's there's no end. Look, I'm a thirteen year old with tons of energy. There's no end to how much I'm gonna enjoy what I just found. At right? what point did you realize that stand by me didn't really even have to involve a dead body, it could have just involved woods porn. So, you know, like, oh, right, they could have right, traveled right. ten towns over to be like, Hey, it's right here, I hid it in this tree trunk. <laughs> right, right. The same motivation would have been there for sure. <laughs> well, I started thinking, because I like to think big picture about happiness and in, 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 in porn, and uh, I don't th- I don't see them both mutually exclusive. Uh, and I started to think, all I've been doing is taking, right? All I've ever done in my whole life is just look in the woods for porn. Are you going to Johnny Appleseed? Stick, stick in my head in dumpsters, hoping one day that there's porn in there. Going everywhere, just going like, I might stumble upon a magazine that one of my uh, buddies awful stepdads threw away in the garbage we are in the process of moving my bedroom from the upstairs of my house to the the basement of my house uh, for the reasons we're doing that doesn't matter it's not important to the story my wife wants to move everything to the basement I work shift work so I say okay great I'm game I'm, I'm uh, taking apart all our crummy Ikea furniture I'm taking all the shelving out and all the stuff so it's so I can lift it and bring it downstairs and as I do one of these drawers 
contains things that are not like the others, right? There's, there's, there's a go-to drawer. I don't know if every house has that, but I have a go-to drawer where in, in, in an emergency, you know, break the glass, go in that drawer and get what you need. Well, we're taking it out, and I looked at it, and I go, you know what? I don't think I broke the glass in this drawer in a long time. As far as, like, visual materials, you know, I don't use these, right? These are these are DVDs. These are old DVDs. I don't use these. And uh, I was joking around with my, with my with my wife, and I go, hey, these these things, uh, I hate to just throw these in the, in the trash, you know? And I was like, these got to, these got to, um, it's, it's a shame to just put it, because if they go in the trash... It's not going to be dumpster porn. This is going to be trash porn. It's going to go to the dump mm-hmm. porn. No, and kids don't walk around the dump and play. So, <laughs> dude, maybe I'm 100% crazy and I haven't gone through with it, but I had this thought. I go, you know what? All I've ever done is take. Dude, wouldn't, would I be a horrible person or would I be a really great person if I just took this, uh, what is now house porn, and just changed it and I got like a satchel, like a Johnny Appleseed? And I just went through, uh, I don't know, alleys or, or went to the woods and just started chucking them in the woods. And I, I made that joke to my wife. I said, I could, I could, uh, I could be the giver of, of, of dumpster porn. I could be the guy who just doesn't always soak up from this world, but rather puts puts in. I thought she'd immediately like, laugh and think I was crazy. She goes, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, chuck it out there somewhere. Like immediately <laughs> was like. She was like, game on. Like, yeah, do that. Like, throw your porn <laughs> to, you don't know where it's going to go. Uh, so then it went from, like, a funny joke to, where are we, where? Where is it going to go? I don't know. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you that's, go that's, from... that's, where, that's where you guys come in. That's where the listeners and you come in. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Am I a horrible person for just dispensing randomly and uh, completely with, 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 with uh, reckless abandon? I think the knowingly and intentionally part of it kind of ruins it. Right? So... But okay. who's really going to ask what the origin story is? Not, you know, if a kid not, stumbles not upon it, no, say, yeah, no kid's going to stumble upon it and be like, <laughs> wonder if this was set up or if, you right. know, somebody did this on purpose to yeah. make sure I... <laughs> Usually set up, I think I should put like a little velvet in a bow. I just feel like I should wrap like a stack of DVDs in a bow and put, you're welcome. Well, Halloween's love, coming up. Love porno clothes. Halloween's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We're like trick or treat. We're like a treat go, Are you sure? <laughs> well, think about this. This is, I, is this a trick. Is it a trick if I throw? I've <laughs> never come across dumpster DVD porn magazines. Yes, I've never come across yeah. a DVD in the woods. I'm up. I'm up I, in the yeah, community. obviously. But you also got. No, these, I don't have magazines. Those are, that's for no. That's for old people with mustaches. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. But yeah. So, like, when, when people come home, they're going to go through their bag, and they're going to be like, we got to make sure. I'm interested. This thing, I heard a story once that some when I was eight, this kid had a razor blade in his apple. Like, they're going to be like, Snickers bar, Three Musketeers, Hot Blondes. Wait a minute. Do you think the dad, even, dumpster porn is so elusive, and it's so well hidden, that even as the dad goes through the bag, it might still find its way to his drawer, and nobody and and then everyone's going to wonder where did it come from, and no one's going to say a word. And it's this unspoken social network. And I would be porno clause. See, I, I I can tell you for I could yell ho 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 as I throw it through the, the I, trees. I don't know anybody <laughs> who's ever taken woods slash whatever we call it outdoor porn, what a nature porn from the area they found it. So I never know how well, it you, got you there. Mean you only know one person that has. Well, okay, but. <laughs> My, my point is, is I've never seen anybody take it and move it to another place. It's always, hey, this is where it's going to be. Mm. If you happen to be having to get called home for dinner, I'm not getting called home for dinner. I, you know where to find me, yeah. sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, so well, yeah. I never saw kids find it and then move it to a new location. Oh, it was always just like, hey, me it's me. not, it's not really for me to move. We've been given by the grace of God right. this. Well, and the reason so, that's a smart idea is because, like... We also never people, knew who was going to be coming back well, looking for it. pretty it's pretty dirty sometimes. It's right. just gross because it's been in the elements. But, like, you also go, like, if I take this home, where am I ever going to keep this where right. I don't get busted? Right. My mom could be doing my laundry and find it or whatever. So it's safest in this wood pile. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So It's interesting how that always works. I mean, <laughs> since I like to do a lot of the judging, I guess, 
does that make me a bad person? Or because apparently my wife has no problem with me just tossing porn anywhere. And she also had no problem with you having it, collecting it, leaving it in your in your drawer either. Uh, well, I also collect. I mean, you know, it's not. So just my drawer. Well, drawer's in our house. Well, I know, but I would have thought maybe she would have just from what I know of her had you pack it up mm. and stow it in the attic. Well, the room. one the one DVD that I have called like Chicks the opposite of Allison. She didn't like the title of that one. <laughs> she was like, maybe don't, maybe don't collect things. You know, yeah. Uh, back, the, the DVD that was called like Way Better Than Your Wife. <laughs> she took personal offense to that one. Back back to the more wholesome uh, conversation. Oh. I went to. Uh, in February or March, I bought my kid uh, tickets to see Jim Gaffigan. So we waited and waited and waited until uh, this past Friday to finally go see him at the Chicago Theater. Oh, did awesome, you go to that? Awesome show. Back yeah. when I was still digitally alive, I saw that your your brother took the yeah. kids. And then... Yeah, it was uh, me, my brother, his daughter, and my son. And the look on my kid's face, because so last year we went to see Brian Regan that was like a bucket list thing for him he wanted to see Brian Regan but he always wanted to see Jim Gaffigan and Jim Gaffigan the, the cost so a normal ticket I think I talked about this before it was like 35 40 bucks but immediately was sold out and I got I think I paid 125 a ticket yeesh just so you couldn't just buy the 35 dollar ticket it wasn't an option it sold so fast that the brokers just you know they yeah, screw you on food jokes so Damn. the look on his face when Jim Gaffigan took the stage, I'm telling you, it was worth every penny. <laughs> really? Like, he was just so, like, that's him. That's really him. Like, uh, How far were you? Did you say that? Uh, you we know? were on the main floor, but we were all the way in the back. But they had, like, two huge screens. So I was going to ask you, you pay the 125 So Jim Gaffigan's walking up on the stage. Now, you're not close enough to see the hair on his face. Yeah. You can definitely make out it's yeah. him, but then there's two gigantic. The, gi- the nuances of his, like, face. Yeah, face. I mean, there's two gigantic screens where it's up close on him. So I find myself the whole time looking at the giant screen yeah. rather than yeah. I'm like we're How right often, back to yeah. we're right back to just sitting in our living room watching Netflix. But How often did you do that like sporting events, same thing? But we're sharing the, I guess the whole thing was is you're sharing oxygen. Well, you're there. You you're, yeah, right. You, you see him. him. He's yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh it was it's awesome. almost like using binoculars. Like you see him, you just want to see him. Right. Better, you know? Well, when I went when we went to the Brian Regan show, I think I told you I took Nick with me, and he was like complaining the whole time. He was on his phone, and my kid's like, "Why is he on his phone?" But uh, this was just this was just great show. It was awesome. Now, when you say the look on his face, what do you mean? Just like like just, just so giddy, like, like so like like eyes bulged out of his head. Like he's a rock star. Oh yeah, for him, wow. without a doubt. You know, he's been waiting forever and a day, and finally oh, really? he had his moment. And it, unfortunately, we went to the early show, so there was no, like, standing around waiting for him to come out. And I don't yeah. even know if they do that at the Chicago Theater. You probably have to get backstage passes. I just went and saw the Toadies in Local H, and I was going to hang out and fanboy, because I just love the Toadies so much. But uh, it was raining so hard that as soon as we got it, I was like, dude, we can't just be kicking it by the bus. So right. I, don't even, I haven't done that in a long time either. But, uh, I, I, you know, kudos to you for not... I don't. You didn't like give him crap for being fanboy or like. Oh no, dude! Like, because I crap. I, you know what I mean? I, like give him a rough time. I normally you. would, but in this situation, it was like one of those things where even if I wanted to, I could not because ah. I saw like such. See, that's emotional just, like, growth. I didn't think was possible. <laughs> he, I don't know what was wrong about you. I'll never forget the look on his face. It was just like. I, I, I wish I could reenact it because it was it was crazy. But it was the, like he found dumpster porn, but, but like, then, it was less shame. So my brother's daughter, who was there, she wasn't like. Is engaged as he was because like he listened, he knows all the jokes. Like he was saying the jokes, and you know a lot of them. Oh my god! So really? like, well, he did all new stuff except at the end he did uh, Hot Pockets, which is like his big. Your big, yeah. yeah your so big and sure. of course my kids mouthing every word to Hot Pockets. And, <laughs> That's great. Like, turn, yeah. That's so great. so it's no different. Like when you know you're on Facebook or Twitter and you're saying like, oh, I was driving around and my daughter's singing this song. That's like some obscure song that she would have never heard yeah. if you weren't into some yeah. obscure yeah. music and. You listen to it so many times in the car, and then she's like playing with her toys, singing. My you know, kids get down. a Mazzy Star song, like you yes. said. Yes, Lucy sings Mazzy Star, and uh, she'll get <clears throat> she'll get down with Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas now. Like I'm waiting for her to start singing in Spanish. That's <laughs> <laughs> great, man. It's awesome. So yeah, that that was that was a that was a awesome great time. And, and one of the cool things was, uh, or actually, we, they they uh, they only have a limited number of booster seats, so this is sort of a, a, a hack, I guess. If you go to the Chicago Theater, um, you can ask for a booster. Now you don't have to be a kid, but if you're a short person, um, basically it's just an old cushion that, that they, when they removed and changed the seats out, right? They save like you know I don't know, ten or fifteen cushions, yeah, yeah. So you put it on a double cushion, so. 
that was cool. We made sure that the kids were sitting tall enough because, of course, it's majority of 99% are adults who are at the show. Right. Everyone, you know, and they're tiny. So. And they don't care about you sitting No. Down. And what are they going to do? I mean, they paid $125 for that ticket, too. So what, what are they supposed to do? You're supposed to be cordial and be cool. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, on a comedy tip, I did watch a couple. On our, our hiatus from recording, I did watch a couple. Um, just real briefly, I tried to watch Pat Oswalt this morning. Pat Oswalt is revered as one of the really smart, great comedians. I'm not saying I don't like him, but it's too heady. But no, no. Well, but I can. Yeah, it is. It's like kind of like Marin's a little bit that way too. But I can, I can get down with that. But I remember you complaining about this, and it didn't bug me as much before. But I think because now it's so heavy and soaked and ubiquitous. Um, he the first he opened up with 12 minutes on Trump, and I was immediately just like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, don't talk crap about Trump I don't care but but it has to be super funny right and, it, and it's been done so much that like once that starts happening I'm not in like haha mode anymore right I'm in like politics mode or I'm in like angry mode like well, if you open up with well, where's the minutes, joke you know what I mean are you prophetizing or are you telling jokes so, well, so what, which is jokes it's just like but I think just that I don't blame the community for doing it because that's what's going on right so I don't blame them for doing it but but they just don't blame me for my eyes glazing over and just being like, I know he's awful or whatever. Like, and I'm not even disagreeing. I'm just going like, uh, you know, now that it's invaded everything. Like, it's like we used to go to sports and comedy to get away from this stuff. Now you go to it and you, I think you were complaining about Marin's first whatever of his last Netflix special. The first uh, long onset of his, of his dialogue was about Trump. And I remember I didn't get through much of that either. And again, this isn't because like I'm like, oh, I disagree with you or... Trump's the number 45. It, it, it's neither here nor there. That's not why. And it's not because of a, uh, a, I'm appropriating myself to a certain team um, politically. I just like, I got John Oliver for that, right? We got we got every late night host for that. We got every, it's everywhere. So like when I finally hear a super smart, funny person do a stand-up, I just go, ah. Don't you think God, that? dang it again. You know what I mean? Part of going to see a stand-up is to get away from the everyday, you know, the yes. stuff that's bogging you down. Yeah. So it always it, it hasn't always been for me politics. I mean, there's been times where it's like nothing's really crazy going on in politics. We have a uh, a leader who nobody. It's just not that big of a deal. You'll see it on Saturday Night Live. They always do it. But Trump is such a polarizing character that like yeah. you either get one or the other. Like. Jim Gaffigan didn't really talk about anything political. I think he had like one or two jokes, and he right. and he even did the like the little voices. Jim, don't talk about politics. Yeah. You know, yeah. So well, I, I imagine in that case, that would soften it. So yeah, so <laughs> but but like he talked about Kim Jong Il. He's like, just do it already. You know, quit threatening. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was just a one off, and yeah. that's the thing too. Yeah. Like again, I tried to listen to a Marin podcast today. I don't even remember who it was. It was like Tracy Allman or somebody. And I was like, yeah, well, up front, you have like the first 10 minutes, this dude is just bitching about politics. And so um, it's almost like with Joe Rogan. He's got a three-hour podcast, so I will automatically, I will bypass the first 10 minutes of him selling his products every get, time. You have to get past the audit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the shroom tech. We're going to take shroom tech. We're going to take MCT oil. And I, hey, I understand that's what he's got to do. He's trying to sell his stuff. No, I might buy the stuff. And yeah, I just don't is, want to I already heard it, it. So I, I'm yeah. either buying it or I'm not buying it. It's like McDonald's. Yeah. At this point, when I do want to buy supplements, it will be with honey. Right. I just don't want them every yeah. tw- three times a week. So, so yeah. I just bypass yeah. it. And I, and I guarantee he knows that. I don't blame him. I do it too. That's probably why he puts it right up front because he's like that way – because some people, you know, uh, Bill Burr was famous for, on his podcast, he'll mix it in. He'll start reading an ad. Like, well, Corolla does it. Just yeah, pops him too. I think if you're <laughs> smart. You Bill Burr do the, he's got, there's an infamous YouTube. You, you find on YouTube, there's an infamous, uh, he was reading a, the copy for Sherry's Berries yeah. one time. Yes. And he couldn't make it through. Because <laughs> he's just like, Sherry's Berries covered. And he's like, what are we, what are we, what are we selling here? He's like, we, am I supposed to be this excited about berries? And he was just dogging the product so much while he was selling it. If you ever have, uh, go on YouTube or, or just Google, like, Bill Burr, Sherry's Berries, it's super That's funny. like Michael Rappaport was doing one before about the, what's the one where they send you the bed? Oh, and it, you well, get, there's me on these, there's Sherry's No, no, Berries. he does one where they send you a bed in a box, and it's like, 
the, the bed pops out and it's a normal sized bed, but you wouldn't know it because it comes in a box and they what? fold it up. Oh, is that like it's a mattress. mattress it's something, some mattress. It's I forget. No. no, it's some other one. But but he was like, oh, you know, and you get it for X amount of days and you could send it back with your dirty, your dirty ass has been all over the bed and, you know. Yeah, who's going to send the bed like, you could send it back free of charge if, you, if the bed wasn't comfortable. Okay. But I'm thinking, yeah. so now you're thinking, well, if I buy a bed, maybe it's one that this guy sent back with, with his dirty ass all over. Not helpful. So, so, Not, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I laugh because I'm like, this guy knows he's supposed to be selling the product right uh, like he, right. he's not he's missing the entire right point. but 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 back to Pat and well yeah i'm with you uh as far as like it would be nice to you hear about this stuff so much so i don't blame them for i don't blame comics for doing that because it's tons of material and it's right there but when you have daily night shows so like you know the, the kim and seth myers all them they get up to date Trump stuff, and they do bits on it. And I watch a lot of them. Some of them are funny, some of them are not. Um, but whatever. But, like, they're up to date. So if you're doing a Netflix special, you're trying to do... A, you're trying to throw a couple of haymakers where I feel like everyone else has been jabbing to death. But think about this. You're, you're Does that Netflix, make sense? You're, like you've already seen it. Your Netflix special doesn't come out the day you taped it. They, that's, right. like, months right. behind. Like you did it in May. It's going to come yeah. out in September. Yeah. September. So, yeah. I mean, imagine all the... The people beating the same drum between the time you laid down your special and, right. you know. Well, to give Oswald credit, right. he mentions that. He's saying, like, by the time you see this, like, things will be way different and blown up. But uh, but that kind of ruined it for me. One, I, uh, it, it may get better. i got to finish it, to be honest. I just, like, I was like, eh, I'll come back at this one. I, he just seemed a little angry. And, like, I can't <laughs> laugh when you're that angry. One that did make me laugh was... Uh, Pete Coriolis. Which normally, no, normally... Uh, for some reason, for, for someone who wants to be a man who wants to turn himself into porno claws and, and, and dash through the woods and toss DVD porn in, in, in ditches, um, <clears throat> when comics are real filthy, sometimes I get immediately turned off. I'm just like, ah, like, it just feels too easy. But I watched Jim Norton's Mouthful of Shame. That's old, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it's super old. Maybe like a year. Okay, yeah. That's I think it's within a year. It's called Mouthful of Shame. Uh, and his is really filthy, and it's like you can't watch your own kids. Oh, I am. <laughs> but for some reason, like he's such a like I think small in stature, lovable dude. That like even the most awful stuff he talks about, like I just feel like um, I'm not threatened by it. Like I don't know. Like I just I, I'm into it. Like so, I remember having like a few beers and watching his uh, Netflix special and just loving it. And even at times I was like, oh, dude, that's all <laughs> sick. But he would say something self-deprecating, like, but but it's alright. Like, so, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm... I, I, maybe you guys check that out in the way and let me know what you think. I, but I really liked it a lot. I think Monster Rain was the last one that I saw. That was his... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. This is, this is a newer one than that. But it's called Mouthful of Shame. And I think the only reason is because it's gross, but he's so self-deprecating that I'm like, all right, it balances out. And uh, and he just se- he seems like the nicest guy that says the grossest stuff. <laughs> like, he seems like, like, I was like, I want to hang out with that dude. Well, I think if Not you, just me and him, because that'd be probably super weird. But, like, you know, a group, group of us. If you know, like, if you listen to enough podcasts, and you, a, a lot of these, like, the comedian podcasts, these guys will bounce back and forth. So, you'll hear Jim Norton, you know, on Joe Rogan's podcast. You'll hear Jim Norton on maybe Marin's podcast. You'll hear him on... Yeah. All over the place, you know. Uh, Fitzsimmons, wh- whoever. But... You know that, like, this guy, when he's talking about stuff and he's not doing bit, 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 and he's not, he's talking about the same stuff, and this is, like, it's it's not a, he's, it's not a stretch. So that's right. why, like, for me or you who know, that's why I like more. Like, who know of him, like, yeah, yeah, like, I hear this guy talking about this all the he time. He really so. did those disgusting things he's <laughs> talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's not a character like Dice, where you're, like... You know, at some point you realize that Santa's not real, and you realize that Dice is yeah. Jewish and he's not Italian and he's not. A, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's. Yeah. He's yeah, not, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying he's not tough. I'm just saying like he's not. I heard. In fact, I heard Jim Norton just talking to maybe it was Rogan about Dice and talking about how Dice is like a germaphobe and like how you know he's like he's like he's who's not the, the guy, guy he used to do. Who's the famous um, Jerry Lewis? Mm-hmm. He's way more Jerry Lewis than he is Dice. Yeah, yeah, He's right. more like, when he does, right. like, he does the Jerry Lewis, right. he does the gays. Like, it's all, <laughs> you can see where it's coming from, for exactly. sure, for sure. I'm cool with it, but you can see it, for sure. Do you ever watch, do you ever watch Dice's show on Showtime? Negative. No. That's a cable show. <laughs> I, I watch, no, HBO. You can't get it on the Fire Stick? I just do, if it had HBO, I don't mess with it. If it's not HBO or Netflix, 
I'm usually pretty much out. Yeah. But if dude, there's there's enough Netflix and HBO stuff to cover. Oh yeah, for sure. I started watching Forensics Files, by the way. I and, really, dude, <laughs> dude. I was on a treadmill. I was on a treadmill running, and it just came on like one of the off channels, and uh, I plugged my headphones, and I got. I was like, oh man, that's a really good idea. Oh look at they're geniuses. That's really smart. And so I liked it so much. I ended up running through the whole episode, and I went home and I found out that it is on Netflix, and uh, it's one of those shows where I was like, eh, I'll watch it whenever. But I'm like, I'm ready. Like, some people do Parks and Recs. Parks and Recs, plural. <laughs> Parks and Recs. Uh, I started season one, episode one, Friends and Files, and I've just been watching it. I've grown attached to it the way I, like, grew attached like to it. Like people are with Law and Order. Like, yes. Or, or, like, how I was with MASH. Mm. Like, now I'm just like, I have to watch them all. And uh, and it's great, because I'll even, I'll go to sleep with it on my phone. I'll set it down so I can't see it, and I'll listen to it mm. almost like it was an audiobook. I'll just be like, I do oh, that too. They went into the house like you watch shows without watching them. I do that. I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna miss the reenactments are fine. I don't need to see their awful reenactments, so I just listen to it. But I've been going through Forensic Files, and uh, I this is not news to anybody. They're like, yeah, hot take on Forensic Files. But what's great is that you watch it, and the first season, like, it, dude, it looks like it was filmed like '87. <laughs> I don't know when it came out, but it's so old. It's crazy how how. Uh, you just if you go back and watch any show and you go back to the first season like it could be Seinfeld like yeah. man these they look like they're totally different people Seinfeld's got like silly belts and his pants are yanked away everything's uh, tucked in my, his t-shirts are all tucked my in my wife asked me she goes how old is Seinfeld I go they're supposed to be in their mid 30s like mid to late 30s and she's and like they true. already look like they're like in their 40s they don't. Yeah. They definitely don't look like they're in their thirties. And I would say that they probably they were. They were definitely in their mid forties when, when they were making. Maybe the with the exception of Elaine, because she's yeah. so bubbly. But yeah, but, but yeah, and it's funny to see the digression of uh, George. You see George when he starts, like the first season. George is not like a loser, right? He's his buddy who's like into real estate. He's like, yeah, and I got some digging, and I'm quirky, and you know what I mean. And then you fast forward like five seasons. He's this bald loser who nobody <laughs> likes, and he gets caught by his mom and his bad. Like, it, you, they find out what works for George, and you just right. go like, okay. Which you know, and, and I'm, obviously everybody knows this, but I, I didn't know for the longest time there, there was a there was a big problem between George and the the chick who played his wife. Like I, I guess I he, he, he he did not like working with her. He's like the chemistry is terrible. Susan, yeah, Susan. He was like, uh, and, and and I think that's why they ended up uh, killing her off because he was like, this is this just isn't working. This is why they did it. Yeah. So was he like the radar O'Reilly of that show? Like just nobody wanted to work with him. No, time? no, no. I think it, she. He was. I, I don't think it was even like. I don't think he thought she was like anything was wrong with her. He was just like, there's no chemistry between me and this actress. Like it just. It doesn't feel like there's any relationship here. It's not even... You know. I think Curb might have ruined me for Jason Alexander. Yeah. Like, you watch him on Curb and you go, this guy's kind of like a... I want to... You know, you're like, oh, I'm not into this dude. You know what I mean? He seems like such a uh, pretentious douchebag on the show. <laughs> it's the same, like, for all of them. Well, uh, speaking of which, before we get out of here, Curb's back. Yeah, it's been great. I only saw the first two episodes, like I said. I, I will probably... There's only two, right? No, there's three. Oh, then I haven't seen the last one. So, the first episode, what was the first episode? I remember you seen, you tweeted something about Fatwa. Yeah, and I was Fatwa's like, the first episode. I was episode. like, this is some Jewish stuff I don't get. Like, <laughs> I didn't know if you were tweeting on some like, cultural stuff no. I just wasn't in on. And then I watched the episode and I go, oh, oh okay. All yeah, right. the first one is the Fatwa episode. The second one is, a, it's, it's uh, obviously the whole season is going to be based, uh, like, they're going to do it a little bit different because it's going to be one so have more of a theme, continuous now. theme, right, throughout. They started to do that toward, toward the end of the series before they quit. Well, they always have, like, an interlacing as theme. As far as, like, like, he went to New York. Yeah, where he keeps having to leave places to get out of doing certain things. But, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you made a good point where you're like, this is the one show, and even with people, I mean, Richard Lewis looks terrible <laughs> He, he looked terrible so, in season two. I know. I didn't think it was possible to look worse. That poor guy. I saw him on Dave Rubin. There's a guy named Dave Rubin's got a podcast and a YouTube show. Dude. <laughs> I watched the whole thing because I love him because of that show. I'm like, if Larry David signs off on you, uh, then but I... But I told you, we saw him live and it was the worst performance. It was so bad because he was talking... Was it really? Oh, it was me and my wife. That was Godfrey. No, no. Gilbert, the second time, was like... It was the same show that he did the first time, so it wasn't... It just mm, wasn't that great. Yeah. But, uh... Richard Lewis walked up on stage oh, with his suitcases. Like, he came in from the street, like, he got out of a cab to do the show. 
brought his suitcases and his coat, threw it over his suitcases, did a show, and immediately afterwards, like, left out, got in a cab, and drove away. He thought like, that would be, like, a charming thing? I don't think so. I think he was just like, hey, this is just, you know, one more show, and i got to get to the airport. And it was so... But he was telling filthy jokes about BJ's, and, I'm, and, and even my wife's like, nobody's giving this guy... What no, is, that's never occurred. Yeah, right. I mean, and he may in his... Remember, he used to be in that show with Jamie Lee Curtis? I remember he's the spokesperson for the Jews called Boku. <laughs> yeah, Boku. <laughs> But maybe back in those days when he was, uh, you my know, parents were like, "That's too rich for a blood. You can't afford Boku. No Boku for you, Capri Sun, my friend." It <laughs> was like they were like mucho Boku. They're like, "No Boku, <laughs> no Boku, no Boku." But uh, but he, it was it was so off putting because he was telling these jokes. You know, he wrote in the like during his when he was at yeah. his at his height, yeah. and he's still regurgitating the same act. There's like, no way. Boston, what a fox! Huh? <laughs> so. <laughs> We, it was awful. It was so bad. But anyway, everybody else looks the same. It's almost like they, they literally didn't miss one step. They never stopped. The first time I saw the promo with Larry David, I go, oh, he does look a little bit older. He looks a little skinnier, mm-hmm. a little bit balder, if that's possible. Uh, but just 10 minutes into the show, and I'm like, no. You forget about it. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's the same. But Leon, dude, great. But Dave, I can I see why people, if you don't like Leon, I can see why you don't, because he's heavy-handed. He just drops <laughs> F-bombs every four seconds. You think that joke would get old, but I'm just, no. It doesn't. With everything else Larry Dave does, I just go like, all right. If if you sign off on it, like, but but the the thing is with Leon, like you said, like yes, it could be off putting, but the fact that Larry is such a straight man to Leon's like craziness, yeah. Like when Leon is takes over and just becomes Larry's manager, and he's answering the phone, he's like, who the fuck is it? Like the and Larry, Larry Dave's office, who the fuck is it? Or he starts walking out with the tray at Jimmy Kimmel, and he's like, seriously, stop. Get back in here. He's like, man, no fucking up. Yeah, no, it's great. And they, a lot of times, like, when shows come back, they feel like they need to double down on mm-hmm. this. Like, you go like, well, we got we to gotta bring back these characters because people like them. I feel like this show is just like... It is what it is. It would be the next... Like, you wouldn't know. If you got, like, the box set, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know that they took a break. Well, the Except for Richard is- Lewis would be, like, clinically dead. <laughs> But other than that, you wouldn't know. Like Ted Danson, the storyline now is that Ted Danson is now, who was Larry's good friend, is now dating Larry's ex-wife. Yeah. And the best is Larry called, he calls, I hate to ruin this, but he tells Ted Danson, like, well, because Ted goes, I'm trying to do the right thing here. I'm I'm going to date your wife. Yeah. And Larry goes, well, how would you feel if I wanted to date your wife, Mary Steenburgen? And he's like, yeah, I don't think she'd be your type. And then Larry calls her thinking, dude, I'm Larry David. And she just shuts him down like that. Nah, dude, that yeah, but it's great. I'm glad it's back. Uh, so that's as far as like new shows, that's really. Uh, Did you watch anything from the 80s and, during our hiatus? Oh, man. Uh, nothing's popping out. I mean, maybe I didn't. I forgot. I feel like I would have taken notes. So probably not. Forensic Files. What are fun. you going to watch? Because we need another movie review. Um, what, what's something that you that, that you haven't? I, I don't know if we need to make a new list. I mean, or you kept your list. You know what? Um, what I should probably do because I listen to a lot of Bill Murray stuff. That is, I should probably go back and see Stripes. Because I have well, the things I have on my list are Real Genius, Princess Bride, which I did see with I watched it with my kids, but I watched like half of it. And then but the Princess really Bride, the Princess Bride, I don't think you could do because. It's just a perfect movie. It's just such a great movie. Like, how do you make fun of it? Like, I've shit on worse than that. Well. <laughs> uh, Toxic Avenger, Highlander, Stripes, Field of Dreams, uh, Porky's, and Bachelor Party. The one that jumps out to me as, like, that, like, needs to be viewed as Stripes. Or Highlander. I, I, would, I would suggest before, uh, as soon as this comes out, if you hear this... And you have a better idea or something you want Ben to pivot to? You want to let him, like exactly explain like what what the reason would be for them suggesting? So so basically, Ben has uh, lived a very sheltered life as a young man. Has uh, had some. Uh, I don't. I don't. Do I call your parents religious? Sure. Is that the reason? Is that the reason that they, they were super kept? Okay. Yeah. Well, they kept him from from pretty much doing what everyone else in the world was doing, like watching <laughs> movies. So it's not. It's not how did you get made or how did this – it's not like how did this get made where we're talking about like how did this movie get made and we both uh, saw it and now we're looking back at it through the eyes of late 30, 40-year-old people. You don't people. send me your bad ones. Ben has never seen half these movies. So this is where it gets a little interesting. A lot of the movies like, for example, Young Guns, a movie that most of us love uh, because we saw it as children and, and, the, and, and we looked at it through <laughs> yeah. different eyes and it, it stayed great because – it takes us back to when we first saw it. 
Ben will be seeing it for the first time now, and he's judging it based on a 37-year-old man in 2017 uh, who has seen movies with major technology and now going back and seeing movies. I'll give you other slight examples. I did rewatch The Matrix a couple weeks ago, and it's the most effing amazing movie. The Matrix... The Matrix holds up like if like if somebody else like if my kid starts a podcast years from now and starts and they go like I never saw the Matrix and he says one bad word about it I will punch him right <laughs> in his dumb face it's because uh, the Matrix holds up I did uh, this isn't an eighties movie but my brother raved about how great Judge Dredd was he's like dude I'm telling you Judge Dredd is a legit great movie I made about twenty five minutes and I was like this Rob <laughs> Schneider dude are you kidding me no nah, so Judge Dredd is not a this is this is Nathan. Mark. Oh, okay. Judge, oh, Dredd. <laughs> Judge Dredd is not a hey my classic, but it was suggested that I go back and view it. And uh, Judge Dredd's real, real, real. At least the first twenty. Did you ever minutes. go back and watch Over the Top? Did we? Did we talk about Over the we Top? We did Over the Top. Yeah, we yeah. Did. Over the Top's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I sign off on it. I just was watching a clip from Over today the Top. Is a like, good one. The, the ones in the past that I approved of were Over the Top. Uh, Footloose was my favorite of all mm-hmm. the remakes. Uh, no, not remakes. Or not, I'm sorry, of, of all, all the eighties, eighties classics. Um, what was the wrestling one? Uh, the wrestling one. Oh, God. Uh, Vision Quest. Yes, Vision Quest is, is sweet. That's a good one. Although you've you know pointed out that it's super rapey. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vision Quest is a great movie that, See, does, that I, doesn't have a problem with rape. I feel like I, I feel like that. Here's a benefit <laughs> of you watching. You take out the rape. Vision Quest is a perfect movie. If, if I never looked at it through those eyes, and this is a perfect reason oh, because I remember even up until probably yeah, the of Rape City. Yeah, I was like, dude, I never got that from it. And then once you brought pointed out, I was like, wow, that's that's it's borderline. Like, I've been working really hard at this wrestling thing. Now, give me some Joan Jones. Yeah, it isn't good at all. <laughs> I think it's really mad. Like you gave me the eyes. Why don't you look at me if you don't want to get raped? Uh, the ones that I did not think were good, uh, to the dismay of many people, I think real science isn't very good. Uh, no, no, no. Weird science. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Weird <laughs> science. Weird science isn't. Do you see good. Real Genius yet? No, that's on the list. Oh, that's a that's great on the list. I would say skip forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I have great know, outdoors. I have to find that one through. I've never seen that. No. What? No, <laughs> no. You 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 have that's to the one? either the great out. Have you I'll seen planes, Amazon trains, and automobiles? Yeah, but I don't remember it. Oh, like I need to see it like where I'm. There's so many good ones, but I would yeah. say the Great Out. You got to watch the Great Outdoors. That's the next one. Okay, without a doubt, or right. Spies Like Us, but no, Great Outdoors. Okay, then Spies Like Us. Who's in Great Outdoors? Is John Candy, uh, Aykroyd, and, and John Candy. Okay, right. and, and you know what? It's funny because I still I saw Planes, Trains, and Automobiles uh, uh, over the last two weeks. It's such an endearing movie. It's such a crazy movie, but at the end of the day, you're like, man, John Candy. That's a guy that everyone would want to be fella. friends with, dude. I mean, he just seems like such yeah. a genuinely good dude. Last thing I want to say is um, a lot of, of these uh, big hitter Hollywood uh, comedian writers, whatever, are rebooting uh, Roseanne. And I think it's going to strictly be on Netflix. I thought we talked about it, but uh, it's getting closer and closer. And there's a lot of like these, these, these heavy hitters, like in, uh, comedy they writers. Filmed it already or they're, they're I like think they're, they're, I think they're in production now, but, uh, yeah, Roseanne is coming back. Um, nobody, everyone's being so tight lipped about how they're going to bring it back. And, but it, go back. I challenge anyone to go back. I don't care if you say like, why oh, it was stupid. I never liked go back and watch rock. Uh, go back and watch Roseanne and tell me Roseanne isn't one of the most sound, Quality, great written television uh, comedies of all time. Mm. Can you still catch it on Netflix? Old ones? I don't know. I don't know if you can get, but I know you can catch it. But you you could watch it on regular. TV. I would say this about the concept: if you're going to reboot anything, Roseanne lends itself to it because that character still is that person who has just enough money to keep it going, but not a penny extra, and that you know, what I mean, mm. that's sassy. I was like that. That character is pretty timeless. So, but you wonder what the it's evolution not like is. Ace Ventura is hard to do over and over. Remember, you know what I mean, like Roseanne, John Goodman died in the show. Dan died at the end. Oh, so I don't know how. I, I don't think I'd stay till the end. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to bring him back or what what's going to happen. But uh, it's and oh, gonna, is, it gonna, is it going to be old Becky or new Becky? Which Becky comes back? If they have any wits about them, they bring old Becky. Yeah, old Becky. They bring old Becky. You know, new. Becky. We've all we've said new Becky's way hotter. But she's old. hotter, but not. No, she's you, not you, Becky. You, the quality you just spoke of—that's not new Becky. It's old Becky. Right. You don't have to be beautiful to be quality. <laughs> that is episode one fifty of the Him and Man podcast. We will talk to you later.